Welcome back to the Nickovit Studios podcast. I am your host, Jack Ryan, and every Friday we'll be coming at you with a brand new episode. At Nickovit Studios, we change lives through fitness, but with this podcast, we're hoping to change the podcasting world, bringing health and fitness to the masses. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to part two of our nutrition chat with Katie. Welcome back, Katie. Hi, Jack. Thank you for having me. So Katie is, as I said in our previous episode, the head coach of uh, accountability, all things nutrition in Nickelodeon Studios across both our sites. She's the head honcho, so to speak. We sp- spoke about in the previous episode, we got into the nitty gritty of calories, energy balance, food quality, and had all of that discussion about calorie deficits and calorie uh, surpluses. Now we need to talk about what it is to be accountable. So accountability in the context of your food, your nutrition, how would you define what accountability is, Katie? Yeah, so accountability is kind of, I guess it's like doing what you said you were going to do over and over again. But the thing is with accountability, the thing is with nutrition in general, right, which I found when I first came into the game is I spent so much time studying nutrition and understanding nutrition and calories and protein. And it's so important, obviously, to know all that. But it's well and good knowing about nutrition if you can't actually implement these practices and see a change you know and a lot of people the problem they have is not knowing how much carbs fats and protein they should be eating it's about how do I do that consistently how do I stay on a diet as you would call it and not fall off the wagon or how when I have a bad weekend do I come back from that and I suppose for me that's that's what my job is about more not just the nutrition and that's very important but the kind of the changing lifestyle habits changing the systems you're using educating our clients on why why things are happening the way they're happening why their weight is fluctuating the way it is why their weight might be plateauing like why they now need to come out of a diet and maybe do a maintenance level for a while like just the education that goes behind it is so important and that's what kind of the accountability side of things is is helping people stick to something long enough to see a change you know um not just telling them what to do like showing them why they do it and how to do it you know yeah, so I guess it's taking that broader look at everything, uh, lifestyle, habits, routines. I'd like to get into that a little bit more. So if I come to you and we've established my calories, I'm eating well, you then need to look at obviously the greater picture of how I am as a human being. If you see me and I'm I'm not moving very much or perhaps I'm moving too much, you're then, as a coach, you're trying to dig into that and and create a sort of environment for the client to to then progress long term. Yeah, exactly. Because I think it's it's easy to tell somebody how much calories they need to eat. So if I tell you how much calories you need to eat and I tell the person to your left how much calories they need to eat, you might go off and just do it for six weeks in a row and have no issues and and get the exact results you want. And the person to your left might have might do it for four days and then fall off the wagon and then binge eat and then come back and do it again and then put put loads of pressure on him or herself to do it again. And her 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 like her her situation might be completely different to yours. So she might have friends or family that don't support her. She might have a really hard job that's stressing her out and she's not sleeping really well. So there's so many other factors that go into people's success when it comes to let's just take fat loss, for example. Um there's so much other things other than how they are eating and how much they're moving that that go into that how they're sleeping, um how how like what their kind of their background is, you know, how much stress is in their life. So it's it's not as like we always say it is as simple as calories in versus calories out. And that's 
that's the science of it but it's very very much complex and every person is different and everyone's fat loss journey is very different to the next person so we need to look into what that person needs and that's why it's really important to incorporate calorie tracking but also alongside habits and lifestyle and trying to change those things if somebody's sitting at a desk eight hours a day seven days a week and they are eating all the right stuff you know it might just be the case of like getting them to move more you know getting them to do a walk every lunchtime a walk after dinner and just increasing their overall neat levels that 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 could be what that person needs whereas somebody else could need um whole they could need therapy you know like sometimes we have people that have issues that are rooted so much deeper than than exercise movement and and food you know and they might have they might be overeating for a reason you know that's deeper than just training and that person might need to go and deal with those demons they can go anywhere you know so it's not just it's not just as simple as as um what how much you're eating and how much you're moving it can be a little bit deeper but accountability gives people um the chance or to to kind of figure out where it's going wrong and work on that element and for most people i find what goes wrong is is the consistency. So I find that people generally know what to do and they know how to do it, but they can't do it long enough to see a change. Um, and unfortunately, fat loss is really, really boring. You just do small, basic things every single day over and over and over again. And the people that get these really big results, like 20 kilos loss or 10 kilos loss, they didn't do anything special. They didn't take any magic route, you know, or any special diet, this one diet worked. It's very much... They, they focus on the basics. They made sure their sleep was okay. They made sure they're getting a calorie deficit on average over a few weeks to a few months. And they just chipped away slow, small progression on a consistent basis is what works every time. Not n- Nothing radical, nothing fast and crazy and exciting, even though that would be nice and fun. But yeah, so it's just about helping people find a system that works to keep them accountable and keep them on this trajectory for a long enough time to kind of see an actual change. Yeah, and I guess once you've established what that uh, trajectory is, then your job as the accountability coach, from what I can gather, is just then developing relationships that you can speak to that person on an honest level and, and understand how things can change for them. So when you're dealing with an accountability client, how often are you checking in and what do those check-ins look like? Yeah. So again, and it's so funny when we have these nutrition accountability, everything always depends. It depends. You know, it's such a vague answer, but it depends on the person. So if somebody comes to me and they really have no clue what they're doing, they don't know anything about food. They really are just starting their, let's say, fitness journey or their fat loss journey. I might meet that person once a week until I know they've got a better grasp on things. They know how to track their food correctly. They are are working on all their like lifestyle habits. And then I might meet them once every two weeks. And then sometimes we have clients in the gym that we just meet once a month and we do a check-in but the ultimate goal is to kind of know what you're doing to the point where maybe a monthly check-in is enough to keep you on 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 the same trajectory but as I said there will be times in your life so I have had some clients who I meet once a month they're all over they're flying and then I and then maybe six months later something happens in their work life and they might be finding it really hard and that weekly accountability then helps them that little bit more so generally every two two weeks we will meet clients um at the moment during lockdown we're talking to people every single week um, because it's a little bit of a harder time there's a little bit less um helping them in other angles so we don't have as much socializing and as much freedom so i think those weekly weekly check-ins make all that difference you know in terms of being able to stick to your goals but depending on the person and how much um accountability they need essentially will determine how how often we meet them but that can change it can change as time time goes on yeah, I think the it depends answer seems like a cop out, but it really isn't because we are dealing with individuals here. It's it's 
it's accountability for that person. So it's uh, it's reassuring when you kind of put it in those terms that it, when someone comes, it isn't just here's what I, here's what everyone does and it works. There you go, off you go. It's more mm-hmm. of a establishing exactly what that person needs and then mm-hmm. helping them implement that. Something I was inter- interested in, given our conversation in the previous episode, and then you're, you're, you touched on it briefly there, where you're talking about tracking. How do you track your food? So let's say I'm someone and I'm, I'm brand new and you're trying to give me that knowledge. You're saying you're setting up for long-term success. What's the kind of main thing when it comes to tracking, not just your food, but your, your daily stats and things that are really important when it comes to fat loss? Yeah, so if let's say we're talking to somebody who's listening to this that maybe is brand new and is actually wondering, right? So the first thing I would always say is like get into your exercise regime first. There's probably no point in changing or tracking your calories straight away because there's a lot of change going on initially when you start exercising. So you go from a place of not exercising to exercising a good bit. There'll be a, a change in your kind of um, how your muscles are being used, how much you're moving, etc. So it's nice to let that settle for a while and that can get your results straight away so I would always say track your workouts try get at least three a week and do something that you really enjoy so that you stick to it and then once once you're ready to look into food or maybe you've already trained and you're coming to us with a good training background but you want to you want to know how to to lose some fat which you haven't done before um, effectively then I'd say right let's start tracking so two things that we track in Nikafit um, when somebody is getting going is your morning weight so that is just after you wake up butt naked before you've eaten any food and you've done your wheeze and poos, <laughs> you hop on the scale. So essentially, sorry to go into the nitty, essentially when you're at your lean slightest, you hop on the scale every single morning so that we're in the same kind of um, baseline um, each time we weigh. So there's not any variables changing that. So we'll do that every day for seven days and then we'll do it every day for another seven days. That gives us a 14 day um, track of our morning weight. We then add up all the seven weights of week one divided by seven and out of all the seven weights of week two and divided by seven that gives you an average and the reason we do averages as opposed to daily weights is some some of you guys listening might be used to hopping on a scale once a week or maybe in like weight watchers or slimming world there are things that they have that weekly weigh in and the problem with that is that your weight fluctuates so dramatically on any given day so depending on how much salt was in your diet the day before how much carbohydrates were in your diet whether you exercise whether you're stressed you know where you are in your menstrual cycle there's a huge amount of factors that can cause your weight to fluctuate up and down quite quite dramatically you know a few pounds up a few pounds down depending on the person some people's fluctuations are more or less than others but if you weigh yourself on a monday each week and let's say on that monday on the first week you happen to be on a really high day so like you ate loads of salty carby foods the night before and your body is just retaining water so just for context every gram of carbohydrate you eat you store i think it's three grams of water in your body so you're much heavier after a big heavy uh, carby uh, meal because you have more water stored in your body or if you're at a certain point in your uh, menstrual cycle just before maybe your period you might have higher water retention that kind of blow to puffy feeling so therefore you're heavier and you then weigh the following monday and the following monday that water has depleted from your body and you're on a really low day you might think oh my god i've lost two kilos in a week. Oh my God, geez, I'm doing great. Ah, I might as well have a, have a pizza tonight and celebrate, you know, so there's all these things that go on or vice versa. You might get on on a low day. You might've lost a nice bit of weight throughout the week because you're doing all the things you should be doing. You stand on the next Monday and you're on a high day and all of a sudden the weight's the exact same and you're going, oh my God, all my hard work, all my dieting, all my salads, I hate whatever the whole, the thought process is there. You think it was all for nothing. It didn't work. And actually there's a huge amount of fat loss that happened there, but you're just on a you're just checking one day a week. Whereas when you check all days, you account for all those fluctuations. So you account for the high days, the low days, 
and it's a lot more relative um, looking at the difference in your averages um, week to week. So we get people to track every single day and we compare their averages. So people um, that are used to doing this will know that it gets them out of this kind of headspace of, oh my God, I'm up, oh my God, I'm down, shit, I'm up two pounds, I'm down two pounds. None of that really matters because it's all fluctuation. So if you can see that your your weekly averages are trending down, then you know your calorie deficit um, is is right or what you're doing is working essentially. Um, and if, you're, if your weekly averages stay the same, then we know we need to create a little bit of, more of a deficit, either exercising more or eating a little bit less to create that deficit. But the averages are really where it's at. And then we compare the change in average to the average calories we're eating. So in order to track our calories, we need to track everything. So, and sometimes we just, even I just say to people, I know this is a lot, let's just do this for the four, first 14 days. Just give me 14 full days. And then after that, we can go back to, not tracking if that's what suits, but let's just find out where our maintenance is, where what, what's going on. You know, it's a good it's a good insight for people to just do it, even if you don't want to do it long term. It's a really nice thing to do just to get a, a good it kind of it shows things up for you that you might not have realized. Like, whoa, I didn't realize I ate as much of that or I didn't realize my my lunch was so high in calories. I thought that was a healthy option. And even though it's really healthy, maybe the calories are just a bit higher than I realize I'll bring that down. So tracking kind of brings up a lot of stuff for people that it's quite informative even if it's something that we move away from it's a really nice way to to pick a calorie target essentially so yeah tracking is kind of number one now just in while we're on that topic there is obviously times when tracking is counterproductive so if somebody has a really bad relationship with food or has like binge eating disorder any of those kind of things tracking can kind of cause those habits or cause those issues to become worse you know sometimes it's better not getting bogged down on the numbers in which case it's absolutely fine we would never make people track especially if if they've had history with things like that or if they just don't want to so it's not that you have to but it's definitely really beneficial for for most people looking looking to to get fat loss results mm-hmm. and that's all really good stuff and something you touched on right at the end there is you know again if someone has a bad relationship maybe with the number on the scales it is just a number it doesn't define you it doesn't define your journey as you say the daily especially for for females maybe around their menstrual cycle or if you had a weekend a heavy weekend on the grub you know these things are going to change and that number doesn't define you mm-hmm. it sounds like it sounds like you if you're working with someone long term you really are developing a close relationship and you're talking about pretty personal things um obviously that'll vary from person to person the classic i de- is sorry, it depends answer is probably mm-hmm. incoming but that kind of honesty and trust how do you deal with that as a coach when you're dealing with someone who perhaps you suspect they're maybe not being as as as, uh, as truthful as 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 you might as they as you might want or they're maybe just not comfortable looking at certain things how do you deal with that as an accountability coach yeah i think it's it's um it's just one of those things right people that's why tracking is great because and tracking your morning weight is great because you can't really be dishonest like unless you write down the number wrong or whatever but tracking your morning weight makes you show up to yourself and a lot of the time like myself included like we all do it when we diet there's times when you're like ah I'm just not going to acknowledge that and just pretend it didn't happen because it's just easier you know it's the path of least resistance I don't really care about fat loss. I did when I started this thing on Monday, but now it's Thursday and everyone's getting pizza. So I actually don't really care. Like we do this all the time and we kind of talk ourselves out of sticking to something that we want to do. But if that person comes to me and they say, look, I'm really, really serious about this. Like uh, there's been times where I've had to say to people, look, maybe this is just not the right time. Like people want, they want everything, you know, I want to be in good shape, but I also want to just eat what I want to eat on the weekend. And they, that doesn't work all the time. So I kind of say to people, just just make sure it's A, definitely what you want. And then if it is, go for it, you know, because there's nothing worse than half half, half being in and half being out. And sometimes it is better to just say, Do you know what, I'm not 100% into this fat loss thing right now. 
it's it's stressing me out I'm not getting where I want to get to I might just break a little bit enjoy my training put my focus into other things get better sleep and then come back to it when I'm really ready and that's kind of the conversation if I'm ever in that situation where someone you know is not doing the things that they say they were going to do or is not sticking to it even though they have all the tools then maybe they just they're just not ready for just there and then and coming back to it maybe a week later or two weeks later when they've had a little bit of a mental break from it, that can be the the, the thing to do. But yeah, I suppose honesty is just really important. It, and I kind of say to people like, this isn't for me. And when you start doing these things for me, that's when it's going to start working. I don't want you to eat really well because you're, you're worried about what I'm going to say. I don't want you to do this because I'm checking in with you. I want you to do this because you came to me and said, I really want to do this, you know? So if it comes back to like, this is what I want, then you're only kind of lying to yourself when you don't, you know, do what you said you were going to do or you don't stick to it. But it's not always easy. And I think being a coach, it's important to be really empathetic with people and understand that that there is other stuff that goes on. So I try always as a coach to find the balance between being empathetic, but also being the person that they need. You know, I think I find that the hardest challenge of like, if somebody fecked up, I'm like, it's grand, you know, we're all human. Don't worry about it. I would never make somebody feel bad for going off track. But at the same time, somebody might need you to do that for them. You know, they might need me to say, look, this is the third time you've done that. You know, some people need tough love and some people just need genuine love. So knowing who you're with and what that person needs, again, it totally depends on the person. So sometimes people are like, no, be mean to me, but tell me, (laughs) give hate to me when I don't do it because that's what works for them. And other people just need to go a bit easier on themselves and just stop putting so much pressure on themselves and start, you know, kind of enjoying the ride a little bit more. So, yeah, I think that's a long winded answer. But I think honesty comes down to that person. It's kind of that person needs to know that this is something that they really want and they need to do it for themselves. And we're here to guide and help them and give them systems that make it easier and make it um, more enjoyable. But it really does come down to that person. You know, if they have to want it for it to happen, you know, we can only kind of um we can only hold their hand essentially along the way and, and guide them. But, you know, they have to be honest with themselves, trust the process, trust us, trust themselves and just stick to it long enough to kind of to see the change. Yeah, and I guess this is where accountability coaching, that keyword coaching is what's separated between what, what we provide at Nickfit Studios, what you provide the clients and then something like the couple of brands that you mentioned earlier, a generic meal plan, a generic plan that is going to suit everyone, so to speak. These diets, so what I'm referring to is something like a keto diet or something like Slimming World, where it's all very generic. None of what you just said occurs. It's all just, okay, here's what you have to follow. Here's an example of someone who's lost weight. Do it and you'll lose weight. Why do diets like that not work long term compared to the way that accountability does? Yeah, so with most diets, like a lot of them work, you know, because they do what you need to do to to lose weight. So most diets are built around creating a calorie deficit. So whether that is removing a food group like a low carb diet or yeah, ketogenic or any of these kind of things, well, that's pretty much the same thing. But anything that removes a food group is essentially what it's trying to do is just create a calorie deficit or anything that makes you move more or eat less is just trying to get you into calorie deficit. So even though they do work, what problem with a lot of diets is that there's no education as to why they work you know and that's where people miss out is that they lose all this weight they, they let's say they do a ketogenic diet for example right so they cut all the carbs out of their diet they're eating high fat high protein and no carbs but people probably don't realize when they do that that because carbs make you store so much water if you're constantly eating carbs and you have this this higher rate of water in your body the first thing that's going to happen when you cut those carbs out of your diet is not only are you putting yourself into more of a deficit but you're also going to 
you know, expel a lot of the water that, that's stored in your body. So you're going to lose those first few kilos quite quick, you know. And people kind of think, God, keto is amazing. I lost X amount of kilos in this many days. But a little bit of that weight rebounds when the water comes back in. And even though that person is losing weight, it's not that the keto diet doesn't work. Absolutely, it can work, you know, because it's because it's pulling you into a calorie deficit. But people don't have education as to what's happening when they do put, put, uh, pull out a food group or, you know, with like things like Simming World. I think Simming, those things are great. I'm not, I wouldn't pull tear them down because they get great results and they give people um, a good insight as to how much to eat, but they don't necessarily explain why, you know. And I think people need to know not only about how to diet and how to deficit, but they also need to know how to come out of that, how to build their calories back up in the right way, how to maintain them, how to train alongside your diet. So diets alone, they look at calorie deficit, but they don't talk about wasting muscle or losing your muscle mass, which is burning so many calories for you. So if somebody said to you, here, I've got a great diet, you can do it for six months, you'll lose loads of weight, but you'll also lose loads of muscle. And it'll be way harder to lose weight after it because you'll have less muscle doing a lot of that work for you. You'd say, hell no, I'm not doing that. But people don't, like, you don't know. You just you just see a shiny ribbon and you say, this will make you lose two pounds and next amount of time and you jump on board. So I think what we try to do, and I think most gyms in Ireland and, and the UK now, which is great to see, are, are doing is edu- we're educating clients, you know, um, about, you know, calorie deficit will make you lose weight but it can also make you lose muscle so that's why we don't want a calorie deficit too strong you know we want to only do a small amount if you do a fad diet that that is 600 calories you're going to lose but you can lose everything you can lose your fat you can lose your muscle so people don't realize that that even though you could eat all the protein in the world if the deficit is too strong you know you're still going to lose muscle so it's just about being able to give people the information, but then also help them along the way because fat loss is not linear. It doesn't just, you start on Monday and then six months later, you're down to your goal weight with this really nice, smooth journey. It's up and down and you lose four kilos and then you put on one and then you lose three more and then you put on six and then you feel like you're going backwards. And that's life because shit happens, things come up and people, you know, you can't, you can't be motivated all the time. You can't stay in a calorie deficit all the time. And if you have a coach that knows that and is able to pull you out of the deficit when your energy levels are getting low, when your moods are, are starting to deteriorate and when you're start, what happens, like if you're in a diet, think about it, you're not going to be eating as much. So your energy levels are going to go down. So therefore you're going to want to train less. You're going to want to move less. And then all of a sudden now your deficit's even smaller because you're not actually moving as much anymore. So your coach will be able to see that, pull you back out of the diet a little bit, give you maintenance for a while, let your body fill back all full of energy, fill back up full of calories and then go again. And then it's just, it's just about having someone who, has studied this stuff, who knows this stuff, who knows what to expect, being able to guide you along the way rather than you just going in blind, trying to lose weight and, and sometimes doing things that don't you know, work to your advantage or maybe make the whole process a little bit harder or maybe make it less sustainable. You know, So I think having a coach is a really, is a really nice way to, to guide through this whole confusing world that is nutrition and fat loss. It's not as easy as, as one might think. <laughs> It sounds from what you're everything you say there is 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 so good because it's it's providing education. It's not just giving them the tools to do the job. It's it's showing them how to do the job itself. And I guess ultimately what you want for your clients is autonomy that they can go off and do this uh, on their own. That maybe one day they may not even need you as mm-hmm. a, as a coach. And that's like I guess the greatest uh, the greatest reward for someone is that they get involved in fitness and instead of just losing like you say, an arbitrary number of pounds in a specific amount of time, they know how to lose weight and, and stay on top of their weight for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So that is, I guess, what separates the accountability from your 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 slimming world or your meal plan or whatever it is that, again, has value, 
but it's it's so much less than what you will get from from someone like yourself so is that education piece is that i suppose your most rewarding or the most important part of it for you yeah big time big time knowing that you're doing kind of right by someone you know um and doing it for the right reason as in like like we when we open eek fit our our tagline has been and always has been since is changing lives through fitness and what you want to do there is like 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 you said jack provide autonomy give somebody the tools and and the systems to always be successful or happy or whatever it might be and that's another part of it is like trying to teach people that life is not all about fat loss you know it's not all about muscle gain and when you when i see clients are going down that road of like I'm stressing out so much because I missed a day of tracking. It's like, hey, now this is becoming unhealthy again. You know, it's being able to know where someone's at, meet them where they're at and change based on what that person needs. Like somebody could come to me and they could say, I really, really need to track my calories. I have no idea what's going on. And they might track and it's the best thing they ever do. Like they get such good results. And then a year later, they're like, I can't stop tracking. I'm so addicted to it. I can't. And you need to work that person away. It's like there's so many different like things can be healthy and unhealthy at the same time. They can go from being healthy to unhealthy. Some person can have a terrible relationship with the scales and by tracking their daily weight every single day, they actually overcome that. Like that's something that I actually forgot to say earlier is that like a lot of people don't like weighing on the scales because they're afraid or because they have a bad relationship with it because they stop looking at it when it says the wrong thing. But when we teach people about those fluctuations, they start to realize that none of that actually matters. They, like you said, Jack, they don't attach to the number. So for me, it's like there's so much and I could probably go on about it all day, just how much value people can get out of, of, of having the education behind things. But it's like anything, the more you know, the more power you have and the, the, the better you can handle things. And we have such a big team of coaches now. And this is what I love about having a team is that like I work really well with some people, but like other people might not want to work with me because of who I am. And that's just life. You know, people click better with other people and some people like a more straight approach. Some people need a more holistic approach. And we've got so many coaches that you can kind of book in with whoever you think, or you could try a few different coaches and sometimes sometimes you'll just get little pieces of gems from, from, from different coaches. So it's great to have such a, a great team of coaches with who all have the same kind of um, what's the word, like the same, drive to change lives and do whatever the people um the person who's in front of them needs at, at any given time so yeah i think it's really important i think everybody who's doing any type of diet should question what it's doing why they're doing it and how it's going to benefit them in the long run and if it doesn't then you shouldn't do it you know if it's not going to benefit you in the long run i think that's the perfect sentiment to end on there katie that you, you you speak so clearly on the topic it's clearly a great passion of yours and I've no doubt the uh, the many, many clients who pass through the doors at Nikafit, I, I know from my own experience of being a coach at the gym, are in very safe and uh, caring hands when they're dealing with you. And as you say, someone might not want to work with you, but uh, chances are that they'll uh, they'll get the best when they come to you and get their uh, get their accountability coaching from uh, from Katie Tannum. So thank you so much for joining us again, Katie. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. And, uh, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking again in the future. We'll be doing uh, some more nutrition uh, podcasts in the future. We'll also be going down the route of programming, coaching, strength training, resistance training, talking to some of the other coaches as well as guest speakers to come over the next few weeks and months. So thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. Thanks, guys.